This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. They're for real. They are. And they're doing this, as we say, without living. Impressive. So Michigan to the Elite Eight. And we'll take on the winner of UCLA Alabama. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Now people keep on picking against the Michigan Wolverines, but they continue to march on. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, welcome on in on this Wednesday. Let's not waste any time. Bring in our guy, pro better, Joey Kanish at Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter. Massive Michigan Wolverines fan. Kanish is the only way life could get any better uh, by hearing that one Eli Herskovich is on UCLA plus seven and a half? I mean, listen, I was, you know what? I was, I might give up my spot and just have you guys play that rare, that, you know, that, that Howard, the, oh, how stupid it is, Ron Howard, uh, you know, cue for 10 minutes in a row. I mean, listen, listen, he's literally two games away from being the best coach in the history of college basketball. He beats UCLA and Gonzaga and goes, it's over. Coach K, bury him. Roy Williams, bury him. Juan Howard is changing the game and doing things. Uh, I, I, I just, it, it, incredible level, great weekend. And, um, you know, hey, listen, to, to, to now be able to take a little money out of the Herskovich pocket before we bring out the game, uh, <laughs> let's say just, just, just another cherry on top. No, I'm with you on Juwan Howard because everybody ripped that Howard. Uh, everybody ripped the hire, and nobody gave Michigan a shot in the Big Ten. Everybody slept on him preseason, so I'm rooting for him. I'll give him a top ten coach in all college basketball right now. But do you really? What, what about Jay Wright though? I will, listen, I will say this: he's everything that the Jim Harbaugh hire was supposed to be. What you wanted it to be: former Michigan player return the program. Now I know Beeline set the foundation, but. What's happening here, and I know, listen, you got to do it for a longer period of time. But from a uh, uh, coaching, like, and on the the guys that he's been able to buy in and develop in the short period of time, and you look at the recruiting class he's bringing in, he's, he's uh, Coach Cal with the bag men, he's smacking them around. He's got the number one class in the country. I mean, you're, you could be talking about in year two an outright Big Ten title, a final four berth, and then piggybacking that with the number one class in the country. Um, 
I know there's a lot of coaches that have done it for a lot longer, but there's no coach, no coach in the country right now. I would take over Juwan Howard. And I mean that a hundred percent, not being a fanboy. I think he right now is the best coach in college basketball. How long do you think he wants to do it? You know what? That's a fascinating. I, I, I don't think he'll be a Michigan lifer. I think at some point he's too young, right? Like, and he yeah. has the NBA guys in the league. Love him, LeBron and Wade and that. Have it. I think at some point the right NBA job comes along and pays him $10 million a year um, and he can go. So I, I don't think he'll be here for decades or any of that, but hopefully you get him for the better part of three to five or, or more um, before he, he kind of goes. He can accomplish some great things before he goes to the league. But I agree. I don't think he's, he's a 30-year type guy. Uh, there's just – there's going to be too many NBA jobs where he's going to be number one on the list coming up. Um, and at some point the right job comes up and they pay you more than any, you know, more than you could ever imagine a college paying you. And, and I think he'll go, but hopefully it'll be a good run here for at least a couple of years. Obviously you're doing it with the Kanish flair, whether it's online or on the BetQL audio network, but I'm glad that you're pushing Howard, Howard, Howard. Because, you know, and I'll point a thumb here, way too many people in the media were just fixated on not only is Michigan going to lose, but it's just, okay, let's pick the spot when Michigan is going to lose. And much more energy has been spent on the loss of livers instead of what they do have. And you know what? You look at what, and Eli would die, you know, dive in. You look at what Eli Brooks and Sean D. Brown have done in this tournament. That they've that you're not missing Eli Livers. They're replacing all, and I know that, and I, I get it. Like if, if before the tournament, you wouldn't have thought that those guys would have came to this level and say, okay, you know, with your pre-tournament predictions. Uh, a lot of people, oh, Livers, they'll probably flame out. But those guys have stepped up and played to such a level that you're getting the same usage, you're getting the same efficiency, you're getting all of what you had with Isaiah Livers out of those two guys. So. The team as a whole is basically playing at you know the level you could expect of a Michigan team with Isaiah Livers. Now it, it, you go up against uh, against Vega, I think then it, it probably comes to you know comes to roost there when when you're missing that one extra guy uh, to really be able to compete. But uh, and that's that's the Howard is he has been able to develop these young guys um, and have them play better and better. It's not just a uh, uh, you know, I, I'll say, you know, not just a coach Cal where, you know, he throws the ball out with some five stars and you hope it, you hope it's, you know, you hope it sticks where these guys have gotten better and better as the season's gone along. And now you had a couple guys ready to contribute at that level with the livers injury and the team maintained its level. And I think at least makes the final four and, and maybe can give uh, the Zags a game. Joey, what are your thoughts on tomorrow night's matchup? They're favored by seven and a half, total at 136 and a half right now. And also, any value right now, if I want to play anybody else besides Gonzaga, did I miss the boat if I want to play five to one right now? Michigan outright winner, plus 500. Anything there that you like? Honestly, I, I don't, you know, last week I was on and I said, I was just, you know, with, uh, with Joe and Preston and said, you know, I was just going to add some more Zag futures and that. Honestly, I, I would do. I, I love this Michigan run. It's great. I think we'll beat UCLA. I don't realistically think that they can compete with Gonzaga. I don't think USC can even can remotely give Gonzaga. So you're talking about at, at most, you know, on the other side of the bracket, 
maybe Baylor can, you know, can kind of give them, get through and give them a game. I would take, still take anything Gonzaga plus money. I added a little bit more yesterday after adding some last week um, and adding a little bit before the tournament. Um, it, it just, there's such a lot. Creighton played like the best half of basketball they could possibly play in that first half. We're still losing and then got ran out of the gym in the second half. Um, I'm seven and a half. I think the number's okay. Uh, a couple of sharp guys I know played under that 138 right at the touch. I actually lean a little bit now that it's cut, kicked down to 136 to come back on the over. I'll see if I can get, you know, maybe a 135 in that. Um, I think the number's about right. I think Michigan wins, um, but I'm not in, in a hurry to lay the seven and a half there. Uh, I did lay some early nine on the Zags. Um, that, that's the only straight play I've got so far. I don't believe in, in U.S. I know the Pac-12 magic has been great. I don't believe this USC team can remotely stick. Maybe the zone gives Zag some problems for a little bit. Um, but but I, I just think they're in another stratosphere uh, than what USC can put out there. Zag still plus money over a points bet there, plus 125 to win the title as we enter the Elite Eight. What about the games tonight, Kanish? Uh, favorite side or total? First is going to be Houston-Oregon State, then later tonight, Baylor and Arkansas. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I, I, I played so that the only thing I've got tonight for a real play is I played some under uh, on Arkansas Baylor right around. I saw it tick back up, though, where there's some 149. I played a 149 and a half under. I saw it bottomed at 148, ticked back up a little bit to 148 and a half. Um, I, I think you saw the kind of the pace come down. Even an Oral Roberts, Arkansas a game that I was expecting to fly over, um, that that. Arkansas wasn't, you know, as up and down against Oral Roberts. They did just slow him down. I think Baylor will use the same tactics there uh, of wanting to not make it attract me, being happy, thinking that they're a better half-court team than Arkansas. They're a better so – the zone will give Arkansas problems. They're much, much better if they can just sit that it back and relax in the zone and play a half-court game. Um, so I like under 149.5 there. Um, I, I This, this Pac-12 – I say, yeah, this Pac-12 magic run is, you know, you, you see plus eight, plus seven and a half in Oregon State, and it just, it, it it's one of those, you're, you, I know numbers-wise, it, it should be right. It just, it feels high, like I, you don't want to lay it. Um, but I think Houston, you look at Houston on the court, when it, if you took the jerseys off them, they look like an NBA basketball team. They Every guy is like, Six five to six ten and long, like they look, they have the NBA size one through five. I think they'll give Oregon State a lot of trouble. I think the numbers right. It'd be one of those that that's more of a live play for me. If I can get Houston lower total there, if I can get Houston, you know, minus three under minus five in game, that's something I'll be looking for. Um, so the only one that I liked pregame was the under on Arkansas Baylor. Anything you like tonight uh, in the NBA? We got eleven games. Obviously, everybody concentrating on college hoops right now. Any value you see tonight? 
you know, I, I, the early NBA slate, um, I'm probably going to grab some. But I saw that the Clippers number ticking up this morning uh, was around one and a half. Now across two, two and a half. Uh, obviously, you got to wait on I know the Bucks rested uh, a number of guys, you know, for the game against the Knicks over the weekend. If if everybody is playing, that's one of those where, you know, a fantasy labs uh, are alert can, can either ruin you or make your night, depending on which side you play <laughs> NBA early. Uh, but I'm probably going to back the Bucks tonight, uh, especially. I would love to get a three, but regardless, as soon as uh, I can get confirmation that I, everybody who I think should be active is active, uh, I'll be on the Bucks. At, if it's plus two and a half, that tops out. Uh, but really looking to see if I can grab a three tonight. It's BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, our guest, Joey Kanish at Joey Kanish22, pro better, big Michigan fan. And Kanish, we're still a month out from the NFL draft, but um, we're starting to lose some value right now on some of these prop bets. I know you take deep dives into this market. I'm sure there's uh, some bets you're already down on. But, man, that was big. San Francisco makes the move up to three. You know they're taking a quarterback, but the question is which one? Are they really going to do this for Mac Jones at number three overall? Uh, What's your take on the Niners move, and are there any prop bets that have value right now? You know, there was uh, obviously when that dropped, uh, you know, there was a bunch of value on quarterback. You're not trading up to three to not draft a quarterback. You're just not. So it's definitely going to be a quarterback. I, I saw yesterday that they're skipping the, the San Francisco conglomerate. is skipping the Justin Fields pro day to attend the Mac Jones pro day. Now, mm-hmm. I, I will say. If that, uh, the, I believe, you know, NFL teams are real big on the smoke screens, but I'm going to, I tell you what, that, that's one hell of a smoke screen if that's not legit, because, you know, when you haven't had a combine um, and you're getting this chance now to actually see the guy go through a full lather up workout um, to skip the, the fields pro day and go to Matt, that, I don't want to say it, it, because it it's hard for me to believe that you would trade up to three and take a quarterback in the 2021 NFL that doesn't have any any real mobility. I mean, that's been the kind of common theme you've seen from the top of the draft is you need a guy that can move a little bit in in all aspects of it. It doesn't, it doesn't got to be Lamar Jackson, but that's kind of been the one trait, uh, even if you're, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that extend the play. And Matt Jones isn't a guy that can do that. Um I, I I listen. I bought some fields and some Lance three when it first happened. Um, I, I, but you, you got to take it serious, especially if they're going to be so. One of those ears to the ground. One that I really liked that was out there at uh, William Hill and uh, at one of the offshore shops. Uh, I don't want to mention because it's a little scummy. But first four <laughs> QBs to go, or first four picks to be QBs was anywhere yeah. from like plus 700 to plus 900. Right now, one, two, three is going to be quarterback. So you're basically on the pick four, um, which now becomes the spot where either they draft a QB or if you want to trade up and get one of the QBs, you know, you got to come to four since it's going to be definitely be one, two, three. So if you can get anything, I would say plus 300 or better. I'm fine with 400, 500. I've seen 700, 900 at Will Hill and Offshore. Um, first four picks to be QBs is great value right now since one, two, three is absolutely locked in to be quarterback. Yeah, like last year you found good value with the wide receiver class because it was the deepest that we've seen. Anything that you see there, like first receiver taken, first running back taken, you always find good value right there. But I just feel like, especially with wide receivers this year, I have no clue. Like some of these mocks I've seen Waddle being the first receiver taken. I don't see that happening, but anything that you see value with on that. 
No, you know, the receiver seems a little bit – Devonta Smith had, had a, you know, kind of an interesting – he didn't run. He weighed in at a very, very slight 170, um, which, uh, again, you don't have to be – I mean, Tariq Hill doesn't – you know, he's not going to, you know, knock anybody out on the way in. And he's, but at the same time, um, that, that was a little little shocking to me to see some of his uh, just overall – I knew he was slight, um, but – it would surprise me now to see him be first. I think, you know, a guy that kind of gets lost in the shuffle because he didn't play was Jamar Chase. And I think he's probably of the class this year, of the top of the class, uh, the most talented guy, even over a Smith and a Waddle in that, um, in terms of outright receiver. And you don't see him play for a year. It kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Um, but that's one that I'll be looking to, to kind of see if I can get, a little bit of a better price uh, on Chase if there's some more Alabama steam that comes in on those two guys. One thing I got to caution people, though, is the pro, day, pro days are a scam. Just to call it what it is here. The combine, you, if you look at the combine numbers and pro day numbers over the years, all of the pro day numbers were, were sauced up. So be careful um, if you see someone, you know, run a four three four two three at a pro day, I, yeah. very very cautious with, with a, a lot of the pro day number, and that's the thing that makes it even harder this year betting the draft is without a combine where you're getting a hundred percent legitimate numbers. Um, these school pro days, uh, you, you really see some stuff that. Um, Especially if it's like you know a hand time, you know the the, the strength coaches, you know got the stopwatch out. 